Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Life Pod. Today we have on social media influencer slash model, Sammy fucking me. <laughs> Don't you understand? How are you going? I'm really good. How are you? Good, thank you. <laughs> Love the intro. <laughs> Thanks, Eves. How are we going? You good? Yeah, good. Oh, cool. Awesome. Pretty special episode today away from home um, in Sammy's, I guess. Call it Sammy Studio. <laughs> I like that. We'll call it that. We'll call it Sammy Studio. Thank yep. you so much for having us. It's Thank you for uh, it's coming. a pleasure. I wait for old mate to. How are we going? Good. <laughs> Just needs to work your way over. You've been the most useless person ever. Don't start putting it on me. <laughs> oh, you oh, guys are cracker. Sweating this shit, bro. All up. It's good to have fun oh, though and laugh, isn't I it? I asked if you wanted the aircon on or what. I was expecting to do all the work. I told you I'm not good with tripods. <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode. Uh, Sammy. Yes. Let's... Um, Bro, literally, my mic is literally not working. <laughs> it's working. It's what do you mean? Working. It's definitely working. It's definitely working. Bro, it's not. It's, it, it is. is. Maybe your volume's down. It is. Mm, so I can hear it's you. your headphone volume. I can hear you too. Oh, we're back. Right. No, we're not. Because <laughs> what the fuck have Oh, we got it. Michael sucks. We're moving forward. Sammy, we don't usually have this issue. Uh, Are you sure? 100%. The okay. audience will know. Guys, good whatever. morning, Australia. All right. Maybe it's Sammy's studio. Who knows? Maybe it's you, bro. <laughs> no, First time the studio's being worked. So. No, Sammy and I have been great, fine. Great time. Yeah, literally. Great I went to the car park. She went to the bathroom. Bro. I, set up one the, I set up the stands. <laughs> and how did it go, bro? Look, it's all mangled. Oh Sammy God. pulled the water. All righty. I didn't charge the laptop. <laughs> You did good. You did good. Right. So for those who don't know who Sammy fucking P is, who's Sammy P? Sammy fucking P. <laughs> nah, so I'm a social media influencer and model from Melbourne. And born and raised? Pardon? Melbourne born and raised, yes. Uh, Greek Cypriot and Australian gal. And yeah, a bit of a vibe, so. <laughs> so... How old are you, Sammy, now? If I'm 26. I'm literally 27, like, next week. You're kidding. What are you yeah. doing for your birthday? What's plans? Um, I haven't made plans yet, but I kind of just want to get a few friends around. We're going to do Kickback, something. Kickback, podcast, this, that. Oh, <laughs> podcast wasn't in it, but... <laughs> we just come, have pre's, and just sit around the table and talk some shit. Yeah, well, I mean, like, pre's can happen in the studio. So That's it. Go. <laughs> you, got, we got two, you can have two friends. <laughs> two friends. So there's, there's <laughs> no, we have three. There's seats there, and then there's oh, all the seats perfect. there, too. There's a little <laughs> fridge bar there, too, for the, for the drinks and stuff. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, awesome. Well, firstly, I guess probably for a bit of, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, obviously your social media just said it. How did you get into it all? Uh, my social media. Um, so I've always had Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then I did my first photo shoot for pretty much it was a car company. So they did um, wrapped car um, like designs. What was the name uh, of the company? Um, wrapped 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 as customs or something like that it was many years ago now um but did my first photo shoot with that so i had professional photos so then i started posting them on my social media and then the ball kind of started rolling as soon as that first photo shoot kind of happened and then it reached out to another car brand um to kind of reach out and do another photo shoot and then kind of like active wear so it was kind of like a domino effect from there and from that domino effect, um, my page started growing and started getting other opportunities. So, 
it's just been on go. It's crazy how that happens, isn't it? It's been <coughs> incredible. One thing, one thing leads to another. Oh, absolutely. It's all about opportunity. So I it's think amazing. it's something that um, uh, one of our previous guests said, Jesse Amani, is like action breed action. Yeah. So it's like if you never did that first one, it's like it would have been so much harder to sort of get the ball rolling, get yourself out there. Sometimes you just have to sort of take the leap and it's like if it flops, it flops. But nine times out of ten, if you sort of hit it hard enough, you actually end up getting more opportunities, like one door closes and then many more open. Literally, literally. Was, it, was it your intention at all to be like an influencer? Like be an influencer. Well, it's sort of just like you yeah. turned into one. Like it sort of just happened. Literally so that. So this is the first year that I've actually taken this like seriously and like actually just quit any job that I actually have to physically be at yep. and just take this as a proper job. So it's I just it's super exciting, but it's also super crazy because it's like daunting. I Feels can actually just do a job that I've created for myself. Like I don't actually need a resume for this. Yeah. Like it's just. I've just created this space <coughs> and this community, I guess, that's just allowed it to have this, I don't know, effect that I can just live and use this as a <laughs> job. A question okay. that I, I've i always wanted to know, I know a few other people have asked it uh, when, we, when we put out some ideas, is when you are an influencer and you just create content, but like let's say you're not working with any specific brand, at a given time, what does that actually look like? Is it just like, is it always just like day in the lives and like things like that? Like what actual content do people like to see? Like, what does it actually look like? Not an Instagram day in the life, but what does it actually yeah. look like? So I don't do any of the day of the lives because <laughs> I can't be fucked filming any of that sort of stuff. Filming, editing, fuck. Yeah, it would be filming, editing it as well. Like it would it's just like, take bro, a whole I day. just had breakfast. I went to the gym. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a human being. I feel like people forget that. It's like influencers are just human beings with a lot of people looking at them. It's like, mm. you're going to get up and go have breakfast. You're going to go to the gym. You're going to drink your water. You're probably going to poop. You're going to go for a walk. <laughs> take a shit. Yeah, it's like, you're just a human. It's like, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't, ex like, I don't know what people expect. Like, oh, my day in the life. Like, well, you think I'm just printing money yeah. or like- it's, it's crazy though how many people actually care though. Yeah. But that's do. the thing about being an influencer is that you're actually influencing other people and the people that are actually following your page, it's mm. kind of like you're feeding into, like you want them to kind of, uh, kind of, I don't know, follow the life of you. So the people and the influencers that do the day of the lives, like I, I definitely like hats off to them because it takes a lot just to actually film and- do the edits and then obviously like all the typing and everything that they put on their videos as well. But no, I don't do that. My videos pretty much consist of a lot of fitness things. Um, I don't really have a fitness um, uh, sponsorship with any sort of branding deals or anything like that. So anything that I put out is pretty much just on my own terms. Um, but I just do it just to inspire because I get a lot of comments and messages of people who express that I've helped, you know, motivate them or just like right. they want to look like me or they, they're inspired to look like me or something like that. So that kind of stuff makes me really, you know, excited and yeah. that whatever I'm putting out and projecting, it's actually, you know, having a really healthy and positive effect. It's a good feeling, isn't it? It is nice. And it's, and it's probably one of the only things that money couldn't buy, I reckon. Yeah. That feeling acts of, of it's kind of like acts of kindness as well in a, in a way. Like yeah. I really enjoy that kind of work. And yeah, for the fact that I'm able to produce something that's like, you know, zero money made from it, mm. that, but it's just like, you know, helping way to, I don't know, motivate younger women, older women, How? even men. <laughs> I know. It, it's, it was really interesting to see some of the questions that came through, which we'll touch on later. Yeah. How old were you when you got into Social media. You said you were, obviously you've had Instagram for a very long time. You're I think 26. I actually went stalked you we as like 2013, something like that. 2013. <laughs> like, <laughs> How did like, you stop? Like I went, I literally went to your first photo. 
That's pretty fucked what, up. Yeah, 2013? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. God, I would hate to think what those... <laughs> it was just like <laughs> selfies in the mirror. Just like standard teenage girl You've stuff. You've been s- school then, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished school in 2014. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, the first, uh, first modelling gig I think I did was... I think it was five years ago. So it would have been like, what, 19, 18? Five nine? years ago, it's been 21. Yeah, 21. There we go. Maybe that's right. Or were you 18? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it might, might have been 21. I haven't really looked that far back. Um, I, so, okay, so you're 21. No, I'm 26. Oh, no, I know you're 26 now. So you're 21. Are you talking about the year 21 or are you talking like you were 21? No, no, I would have oh, been okay. 21. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was going to interrogation. Is it 21 or 18? No, I'm not too sure. Up. I'm trying to like think back because like 18, 18 to 21, I was like in like party years. Full like, send. Yeah. Yeah, literally, like Thursday to Sunday, I'm out of here, King Street, like yep. that sort of thing. Work the rest of the week and do it again the next one. Next literally, weekend. like paycheck was just going straight to the weekend. Why so. Thursdays? Why Thursdays? Fucking oh, idiots. Why Thursdays? Why what Thursdays? unique Thursdays? I was <laughs> down on the peninsula. Wow. Oh, the other side of town. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I've um yeah not been up here in Melbourne for too long. It's been three years now, so. How shit is it? How shit's a nightlife? Oh, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's I fucking can't. yuck. I know. Here's like a... Controversial topic, but I'm just going to bring it up because, like, it's, it's not super bad. But people like bars, and I fucking hate bars. I can't do it. Like, bars are nice. I like bars. I, <laughs> like, I, I like, like bars a lot more now. Mm, than I can appreciate them a lot more now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. if you want to go out, just go out. Like, for me personally, it's like, I don't want to be in a room where like, I can't really dance. Like, it's like this small, like, and it's like a hot box, and it's, people it's like, you either want to go out and send it and dance, and that's fine, or just stay home. It's like not halfway There's, in between. There is different. Well, there is halfway in between. Which is a bar. Just go to a bar, exactly. But so what's the point no, of that? His his concept of a bar is like an Irish pub full of fucking. Oh, nah, but it's like all the Morris Jones the other week. It was the ugliest thing. Morris, <laughs> <laughs> Morris is Morris like more so a bar or like a. It's it's kind of both. Like a bar transi- transitioning into. But there's more than just Morris Jones. Like we're in Melbourne. I'm like, saying in, 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 as an example. example. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you want to go out, go out. If you don't want to go out, stay home. Yeah. Don't, don't half do it. Like, I'm just going to go to a pub or a bar and have a couple of drinks. Like. So, perfect example, last weekend, because this is literally me, we went to a bar. My friend and I just went to a bar. that, that was In the city? Like, yeah, in the city. It was actually really nice. Can't remember the name of it, though. But we were there, and then it led to, hey, we should just go to Miss Collins. <laughs> so, we went See? from bar to club. <laughs> just go went to the George a few weeks ago. That was pretty good. The George? Yeah, the George and Collins. I haven't heard of it. Not oh, that, really? I don't know what that is, bro. The George and Collins? Uh, anyway, is that no. like a real estate thing or something? <laughs> yeah, it was like a work conference. I just get, fucking, I just get <laughs> abused for being a real estate agent. Don't know why. Fucking hell. Anyways, back, not important. Back to Sammy. So you're 21. No, I, oh, I was yeah. 21. <laughs> That's where we were. That's where I was 21. When, when you first got approached to do yes. modeling, you were 21 yeah. years old. Yes, yes or no, yes. Sammy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were 21 years old. And if you don't mind me asking, what were you sort of, where were you in that point of your life? I was literally in a transition with my life. So I was at the point of after, you know, going out for many years, um, weekend after weekend, not really prioritizing my body at all. I was training, but didn't really know what I was doing. So I just had a membership at Core 24. They don't really exist up here. It's more so at the Peninsula. Heard of it in my life. You never heard of it? It's just like one of your like anytime fitnesses. So it's just like one of them sort of gyms. So me and a friend just went in there, did our thing, but like we never actually knew what we were doing. So there was a point in my life where I was just like, I'm – literally sick of looking and feeling this way and I just remember having a moment where I just wanted to make a change for myself and it's kind of like within 
I don't know if it was within that week or the couple weeks within wanting to make that change that it's almost like I really have this thing with like a law of attraction, right? And the mind is so powerful. powerful. 100%. It literally so is because I will never forget this, but when I made that decision to want to make a change, I had that photo shoot and that opportunity with um, the car brand to do a photo shoot. But also as well within that time, I actually had a um, brand called um, Australian Sports Nutrition. ASM. ASM. So they actually reached out to me because they're looking for ambassadors. And I was like, what's an ambassador? But the week, uh, a couple weeks before that or something, I had been in contact with one of the girls that did a supplement. Um, she had like a supplement stand at one of the gyms that I was like at, or at the gym I was at. And she just really loved my vibe and everything like that. I was there like tasting all the shots and like went to the workout, came back, had some more. <clears throat> so like she had found me on Instagram and then, um, yeah, reached out in with that question. So I was like, okay, like I'll come in and have a chat about more. And I don't know what the fuck this is, but yeah. say yes now, figure it out later. Well, literally. That, well, ambassadors, like it's only been, I reckon, probably the last three years where there's been a massive growth with brands using ambassadors on social media because – it's a form of marketing at the moment. Yeah, especially Absolutely. now it's like all oh, influencer marketing. It's like a yeah. really big thing. But back then mm. it's like, you're like, what, what is this? Well, yeah, I remember I was just working at a cafe at the time and I had to ask <laughs> people that I was working with. I'm like, what's an ambassador? And they um, explained it to me. It's representing a brand. I'm like, hey, that's really cool. Like, yeah. you asked me out of like, like, what? Yeah. So then I remember going into the store and I hadn't actually been into the store before because supplement store was so like intimidating um, had a uh, conversation with a girl named Jackie, who I'm actually very close friends with, like to this day. Um, and she pretty much explained to me what they offer and what would um, be um, expected in the ambassadorship. Mm -hmm. And I said yes and went through. Discount code, this that. Yeah, so that, and then from that, there was then um, a filming day, literally the week after. And they're like, oh, "You should come to the filming day. We're going to get some content happening, so um, yeah. to get advertisement for ASN." And I'm like, "Content? Like, fuck that? What does that mean? About content before?" And I remember I was so scared because I didn't know anyone and I'm like just starting out into like my whole new fitness world and my fitness journey. And um, yeah, I ended up going to the gym and I was like whew, prepping myself for it. And Jackie was there, the girl that I had already spoken to. And like she was doing a thing and met her and then I met some other people there, some other girls and then we we're all just training and then it was just normal training, just someone's filming. And then that was um, pretty much my second kind of um, – like dipping my toe into the content world, let's say. So yeah, that was my first like actual proper video photography shoot. Mm -hmm. I remember how fun it was. Like after being so nervous. And Would be. Yeah. yeah. It was really just training yeah. and then just like meeting <clears throat> people. And I was like. Having fun, networking. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Like just taking supplements. They've always got training. snacks and shit. It's the best. <clears throat> yeah. Best, always. Always got lollies. I did one the other week with um, STC Fit. It was the best. Like lollies, Red Bulls, everyone's just training and there's some guy in the back. You don't even know they're there and they're just taking photos yeah, and videos. Yeah. And they just capture the moments. Yeah. And you get all these mad photos at the end of it. You're like, oh, fucking. Well, I actually, the, I look really good in that. Fucking mirror. <laughs> that lighting there was great. And then was it sort of just like a flow on effect from there? You're like, all right. And then did you start having your own goals? I like, okay. Like these people started to reach out to me and there's a brand. Let's just use the example of let's say Gymshark or EHP Labs. You're like, yeah. these smaller brands have reached out to me. I'd love to work with and represent these amazing brands. Did you sort of set yourself sort of milestones that you wanted to work with and certain brands? Or is it a more go with the flow? Um, at the point, I think it was more so just me on my own journey because I, I kind of wanted to look a certain way. So I was in the beginning of my leg sleeve and I was like, I really want really good legs if I'm having a leg sleeve. 
So my whole thing was like, I just want to look fit. Mm. So in order to look fit, I had to train. And, you know, now being a part of a, you know, group or an industry where your job is to influence people by being healthy and looking fit and then being fit, um, I then got into having a coach. So then after I got a coach that was actually someone a part of um, ASM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I then started working closely with them. And then I started getting a better understanding with how food should be portioned and like how often you should be eating and everything like that and how my training should actually be structured. So then after working like that and then seeing results, I'm like, oh, I actually want to do this more. So mm. it was just my own um, my own growth. And then from <clears throat> me doing my own growth, that then stemmed to photographers wanting to reach out to me, um, people messaging me being inspired and for me to even inspire anyone from the way that I look back then yeah. versus to however I would have never expected to look now. And by this stage, I'm assuming your following base had started to sort of compile and slowly grow as well. Yeah, it was yeah. starting to grow. So I remember <coughs> I was, uh, what I don't know what age I was, but I actually had my first um, sponsorship with a brand, so an activewear brand. And I remember I was on like 11,000 like, followers. Yeah, so I had like 11K Casually. There. Yeah, but <laughs> just casually. Just casually. But um, no, I remember like that was really cool because I'm like, I'm in the case. This is mad. As soon as you hit 10, it's like, mm. fuck, I'm, a, I'm I real. I wanted to hit 10.1. I was like, because 10, I'm like, it's too clean. 10.1. I was like 10.1 and then like it would go up to 0.3. I'm in the case. And then, I know. <laughs> Love that. I'm the real deal now. Let more fucking around. Absolutely. I'm like, there's two digits in there now. We're laughing. <laughs> It's like seeing it go from like three digits to four. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, four yeah. digits. I'm in a thousand. When you but now there's a K, a K and yeah. I'm like, oof. I'm like, girl, we're doing something right. <laughs> Is that when the K, you, it was Sammy fucking P? <laughs> Is that when it became Is Sammy fucking P? Sammy <laughs> fucking P? <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. I've got a question. Now, going back to you mentioning that going out every weekend, have fucking doing whatever we do. And can I guess what you're going to say? No. Go, go, go doing <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> You got to a point you said where it was you were feeling like shit. Was that and then you obviously, you know, you wanted to make a change. Was that something you did was it a thought that was sitting there gradually leading up or was it just like a bang, fuck, I need a change because I hate the way I feel? And if so, do you actually sort of remember what it was specifically that made you make that life change or that life switch? On on a very short note, I think what he was trying to say is no, I said what I what was what was the turning point? <laughs> In like so four I understand words. like from both. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking Relax, it's all right. Set it right. Anyway. Um, I actually do. So I was working at a cafe at the time, like I mentioned, and we have to wear aprons. And I remember the apron, like every time I put it on, I just, I like always looked really bloated and I hated how I looked with the apron on. And then like that was just in the beginning of the day, like the morning. So then like, even though like you've eaten lunch and like everything else after that too, like I just kept feeling like shit after it. And I think I just was literally over feeling that way at work every day. Like I get up and I'm like, oh, like I have to, like I, and I didn't look nice from the side in my own eyes. And it was just the uncomfortableness of having to wear that apron. And yeah. You wouldn't think something so small would make such a big influence and impact on yeah. your entire life. <laughs> it's right. the little things though. And it's the little Absolutely. things that we realize as people. Yeah. And that's the thing. Everyone's got their thing and it might not be something that other people will ever look twice about for example but if it's your thing it's your thing mm. like i remember someone telling me uh the, an overweight guy was telling me that it's like he's like what made me really want to get in shape is that he's like i was so over having to pull my seatbelt the entire way out to put it on see that's what was your thing 
Um, yeah, I was sort of the same. I was like, I, apron. I, I look, <laughs> yeah, apron fucking looks shit. No, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I just, I hate the way I look. I was like, I just, I literally look like a piece of sponge. Like I'm just like potato. Yeah, like it's just, like, I don't like the way I look. I'm, yeah. I don't feel confident. Yeah, and that's on it. Like anyone, we've all been there. We've all sort of been lean. We all, you know, can tell you. It's not just like, you know, for looking, like it really does play a big role in your confidence and how you present yourself. And mm. you're probably so much more, less likely to come into a room full of energy and greet people or want to network and meet people if you're really feeling shit about yourself. Mm-hmm. So mine was mine was the number of the scale. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Oh, to me, I broke my broke Damn. my leg. Damn. Oh, I broke my that? leg. Yeah, you, it's not an excuse, bro. Anyways. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> went there. <laughs> um, no, I broke my leg. Can't fucking do anything. Couldn't even drive. Can't anything. do push-ups. You got two arms. No, but you need your leg. For yeah, you need do it on your knees. That was bad. Anyway, moving on. Do shoulder <laughs> press. Moving on. Shoulder <laughs> press. <laughs> moving on. Bro- Sorry, who is he? I don't know. Um, RS Ford RS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some guy looks shit in an apron. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, we're gonna finish up here. <laughs> broke broke <laughs> the leg, leg. Broke the leg. Was was out for like eight weeks. Um, I was in shit state of mind, like chucked on the weight. Ridiculous. And I remember yeah. when I I remember I saw three digits on the on the scale. I was like fuck. And your life. Holy shit. Yeah right. Time to change. Leg got fixed. Dropped about dropped about forty kilos and then went off. Wow, you dropped forty kg. I was one hundred and fourteen and then dropped down to seventy seven. Big boy. Yeah, it was fucking massive. Oh, he looked good. Thanks, man. You look really good, man. For 40 kg, that's incredible. Yeah, it was fucking, it was just, there was a, it was like an animal in your head. When it mm. when it gets in there, it gets in there. It's just like, fuck. And then it's hard for it to get out though too. It's hard for <laughs> it to get down, uh, to get out, but it's, it's, it's quite powerful, that voice. Um, and it's also like borderline dangerous in the sense of, you know, it can, it could take over. Like if, and then after that situation, get into, a, you know, relationships and everything like that, it's a voice that is there. Um, mm. You know, it, it's it's a whole other d- discussion. That yeah. voice, I think. I th- I think a big thing that we can that I've taken from what you guys have said and what other people can take is that like you can't force someone to change, but when they're ready, like people will be overweight for years and years and years and years or long times for very long periods of time. When they'll be skinny for ages or like you know, oh, I'm gonna sign up at the gym, and then one day they'll just go, I'm actually gonna start, and then they do it. It's like until that point, you can't really as much as you want to push yeah. on. Go gym, go gym, go That's for so your walk. Unless they're true, ready yeah. to fucking commit. There's so many people that them. say, "Oh, I will," or "Oh, I should," and that sort of thing. But it's like until you actually have that turning point, or there's something, and hopefully, like for the love of God, that it's not something so like horrific, like a health yeah. issue or something yeah. like that, to make you need to turn that point. Yeah. It's like yeah, as long as you can have that realization. So I reckon. You know, there'd be a lot of people that reach out to you saying, oh, I want to do it, I want to do it, I want to get fit, I want to get fit. But at the end of the day, it's up to them. But what you're doing is you're displaying, you know, yourself <laughs> a lot in the sense of that helps them with that decision in the long haul. Yeah, yeah. and it's been really amazing as well because I've had people that have followed me from day dot. And That's then crazy. they've seen this transition and this growth and this person as to who I am today, this woman that I am today. And when people have recognised and actually come forward and actually said something like, wow, like you've changed a lot. I'm just like, thank you so much. Like, it's really nice to hear that sort of stuff. So was going back to the modeling side of things was you said, so that was 2013. No, 2013 is when you stalked my profile. Yes. That was all the way back down when Instagram, I first have Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Nothing. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment. Um, 
2018, I think it was. Was that with ABW? No, so ABW, I met Eddie. So I actually started working for ASN after being an ambassador for them. So yeah. I actually then got a job with them. Yep. So then I started doing the supplement samples, which is how I first got into the um, industry with it. <clears throat> after meeting Jackie, doing her supplement samples with them. So I started doing that. And then there was a day where um, Eddie had... Um, that he had like a talk for it was something to do with the WBFF. They were having like a talk or something, and they had ASN there. So I was with the supplement, supplement sample sample supplement table there, eh. <laughs> and um, yeah. So then I met Eddie from there and um, some of the crews. So I started meeting WBFF people, pros, and yeah. Then him and I just made a we just kept in contact since then. And then it was again the photo shoot thing. Like, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot. Like, would love you to be involved, sort of thing. And I've ended up being involved with quite a few of ABW's shoots and video um, ads <laughs> and everything, which has been fucking sick because we've now done website shoots as well. So, And I think that even adds to, for lack of a better word, your portfolio and your credibility. So let's say, mm. again, let's use the example of Gymshark. Let's say they come across ABW and they go, oh, wait, that's the girl that we want. And then she's, you know, she's done this before. She's been with other big brands. So again, it gives us more of a reason to reach out to this person because yeah. they're more suitable for the job. Yeah. So it really puts you in a good position to sort of like gives you a competitive edge against other influencers in the industry to sort yeah. of give you the job instead of someone else as well. And that's the thing about being uniquely different from everyone else. It's like you to not look like someone else because then obviously like they can just mm. use someone else that looks like you. But if you are you, then... Mm you're just an individual which they can take it or leave it so i okay so i wanted to bring up something <clears throat> being you know in the social media realm and a model and everything yeah but it also ties into a lot of the questions that we got you know through your followers too confidence mm. and like the mindset that goes behind it because some people yeah. think you can uh, like you can build confidence but some people think that like it's either you have it or you don't. We believe yeah. that you can build it over time. So Absolutely. we want to like, you're a very confident person, very outgoing, easy to speak to. We want to know what your take is on it. Yeah. this is. I love this question because I would have asked me this two weeks ago. I wouldn't have been as confident as I was today. So you what can... Huh? <laughs> two weeks, two fucking nice. Two weeks. Two weeks. Well, mindset. Yeah. Mindset. And oh. you have the power to make the change of things. So if you're feeling like shit because you've eaten shit for the entire of last week and you lacked sleep and weren't looking after your body and, you know, fueling with the right things and eating just like, you know, Rubbish. crap foods and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you're not going to feel too good physically, mentally, like emotionally, like whatever it is. So yeah, it's like you have the power to change that. And, you know, if you want to, it's all, it, it starts from within. So it all starts from within. At the end of the day, you have to be happy with who you're facing in the mirror every day. Um, and yeah, you have the power to make that choice, whether you go left or right with it. Did you have, <laughs> did <Sorry>. you have, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> subtly, <Fucking up>. <laughs> <laughs> almost died, bro. I choked and died. Holy shit. You right, you have some water? <laughs> no, I wanted to ask a question and then I got stuck and then I choked and then you laughed, bro. <laughs> Can I ask my question before I forget? I've got ADHD. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, see, look, I forgot it. See what you did? I full forgot my question. I think your question's in your throat, cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no there it is oh, so do you think is. that confidence stems from again being happy with who you are as a person whether it be morally whether it be the way, the way you treat people like it really comes really thin and do you think the first step forward into gaining and improving your confidence 
is taking care of your health as a whole? I think yes. Because I feel like a lot of people try and jump the gun. Like, I want to be a confident person. I want to be able to walk into a room and speak to people, but I'm eating like shit, sleeping like shit, you know, disrespecting people. Do we think though that there's a level of confidence that, you know, people I guess born with? Like there's a thing, not born with, but there's an energy that people, some people just have where- Yeah, it's a big dick energy. <laughs> Facts. You put it that way, big dick energy. That, that's Fuck, how yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, Big dick big energy. So there's, you walk into a room and you know that, like, fuck, yeah. that person there's, is there's fucking interesting. There's a aura about it, Yeah. yeah. But also there's different levels of confidence because there can be egotistic confidence where people think because they have this, this and this or they've got a certain status that, you know, they can be, you know, king dick on the night or whatever it is. But it's like within like are they actually feeling like that or are they just like covering is a, a front void? Imposter exactly. syndrome, this, that. Like, exactly. Just, just that's not tough. <laughs> it's so crazy that you start a conversation, veers off to every like other shit. Yeah. So <laughs> start here. Yeah, and start then here and then off here. <laughs> segue that way. Um, so going on to, you know, the, the ego and big dick and big dick energy, not big dicks, energy. <laughs> um, and then ego. So let's talk about ego because you said that you can be, you know, like a dick about it. Yeah. And you can also be confident and have that confidence yeah. there too. And then that ties in with <laughs> egos. And we, we spoke about egos with, Josh um, as well on that yeah. episode. And, and Reese. And Reese too. Egos yeah, okay. and all of that too. Although it, it can be bad, like in a sense, and I think that's when ego, but uh, sorry, I'm getting confused. When you have confidence in yourself, <laughs> fuck. I just had a, a complete a brain. I just had a complete brain fart. Okay. Can, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, jump, can I jump in? Because I, I think I know you, relating to what Reese was saying about ego. So Reese says, Ego can be good and ego can be bad, especially in like business and sort of, you know, yeah, balance. Your goals. That's what I was fucking saying. Mm. So it can be good in terms of like, it allows you to back yourself. You know, I can fucking do this. I will do this. Yeah. But also it can be bad in terms of your ego doesn't like being bruised. So on the other side, it can keep you in your comfort zone. So it's yeah. a bit of a double-edged sword. It's like knowing when to like, you know what? I fucking got this. And knowing when to like, yeah. maybe I'm being a bit of a dick. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm actually doing a bit of soul healing at the moment. So I'm actually working closely with a woman that is kind of like my therapist, but we do a bit of somatic work as well. So we actually talk about the ego and I've been a bit confused with this one because I've always looked at ego in a negative way yeah. because I'm like, oh, this person's got an ego. But it's, as you literally said, it's like we've got the good one and the bad one sort of thing. So it's I like we it. need our ego, yeah. but we also need to make sure that we don't um, – the bruising side of what you said it's just like it's about balance yeah. it's literally knowing when to use it it's like i feel like that's a sort of good mm. way no, to put it so like maybe a certain level with it as well yeah. no it's the levels you spot on so i actually spoke to i think someone similar to who you're sort of speaking to and we we're doing all the same work and talk yeah. and everything like that and the way the concept i've got you look at it as like a yin and a yang mm. you know yeah, the black side absolutely. being ego and the white being your soul so you've got your soul which is your heart you know literally your soul, the, the yeah. kindness, the goodness of you all. And then you've got your ego where it's just, fuck, I don't, you know, you, I want to be looking better. You know, that real fucking angry yeah. voice in your head. It's like, it looks like this. Yeah, literally. It looks like this It's an aggressive, head. it's an aggressive energy. It looks like that. It's looking down yeah. because it's looking down at everything. Yeah. I like that. That's a good analogy. That's, that's a great, great And analogy. the other one's like, ah. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, oh, don't worry yeah. about it. You look, you look it's fine. It's like having the devil on one shoulder and the angel yeah, on the other. Well, that's what 100%. it is, essentially. It's the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. Yeah. And it's about having that balance because sometimes, you know, you can, and that was what Reese was saying, you can utilize your ego to get things in life yeah. in the sense of that. But it's having that soul there too where yeah. it's balanced because when the yeah. ego takes over, the ego can take over. 
yeah. you lose track. And that's when you soul. get that yucky confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You just become a fucking dickhead. Literally. And don't be that person. If you're listening to this, don't be that person. <laughs> is there, uh, going back to confidence, is there, were there any massive times throughout your career or last few years being a model and a social media influ- influencer where you didn't feel that confident? Or yes. you were low in confidence? Yep. So I definitely have my days, weeks, months, whatever it is. Like it's never always just like an uphill of like, you know, success, being successful and like being fit and healthy and, you know, being always in your routine and doing all that sort of stuff. Like there'll be weeks and there'll be times and there'll be circumstances that can, you know, put things on hold or maybe like make you feel a little bit crappy or maybe, you know, something's happened and you don't want to go on train or like you've had a big day or someone said something or like whatever your circumstance is. So there's always been up and downs, absolutely. Definitely during COVID. Oh, I was fuck. Definitely. I don't really want to say the C word, but like. I hate the C word. Doing, like doing that, I had a really amazing phase and then I had a really low phase. So it was just about like, I don't know, like that, that that's one bit that I can really um, uh, relate to with that because I think that was the last time that I've been quite low, but also then quite high. So One of the, I guess, questions that we had under confidence was, when you feel low, what do you do to fix it at that point in How time? How do you get yourself out of the rut of like, uh, yep. everything sucks, I'm shit, etc. So I allow myself to feel how I'm feeling. So I've yes. yeah, that's <laughs> that the right answer. That's fucking so big. Yeah. Being present with what you're feeling, mm-hmm. acknowledge it, write it out, get, let it be. Literally. That's and then if you, try, if you try and mask it as a whole, you don't because it's just going to come back and bite you in the ass later down the track. Or you might not heal that certain uh, rut that you're in. But, yeah, so I, I I now sit with it. I validate how I feel. I feel like shit. I feel, you know, yuck. I feel ugly, whatever it is. Um, how can I do something to, you know, move my body today or make myself feel better? Do I just go for a walk outside? So I didn't train, but I've just gone for a walk outside. Do I try and just do a good deed? Do I just try and tip my cafe? Do I... Uh, there's a lot of homeless around here. So do I, you know, yeah, give, we them, saw. give them a bit of money? Yeah. <laughs> um, so do I give them a little bit of money or like, so, like you know, little food or whatever it is? Like just – and then doing something that can make someone else feel a little bit better can really make you put a smile on your face too. It's the law so, of reciprocity. It's like yeah. giving giving without the expectation of return mm. is the best thing you can do for yourself. But then it's just natural karma. Like I said, law of attraction. See, that yeah. I did – I disagree with that. And again, we had that chat with, with Reese. If you're giving something, like I don't think there's a point of where you can give something without wanting anything in return. If you're giving something to someone, you're not, not directly giving something. It could be a piece of advice. Like if somebody messages me, say, hey, what's the best food to eat to get my protein in? And if I say, hey, chicken breast or whatever. Mm. So it's just advice. Like it's just helping someone with, without expecting them to pay you or say thank you. Just whatever it is, just giving Without the expectation of return, yeah. It's like you don't expect the homeless guy to fucking give you ten bucks back. He's giving him ten bucks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Was, <laughs> you, now you're contradicting yourself. No, because you said uh, anyway. This is a diff- different. Giving <laughs> without the expectation of return. Getting back to leaving <laughs> the situation <laughs> from the topic. So back to like how that links in with training. So one of the questions, you know, we're gonna jump into the the question segment. So. Yeah. One of the first ones that came up about training is, Sammy, are you on steroids? <laughs> no, I've seen that one. Yeah. I've seen that one. Do you, do you know what's so funny? I actually find it a compliment if someone yeah. thinks that I'm on yeah. 
Anavara I'm fucking looking good, bro. I'm looking good. I know. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm absolutely not on steroids. She's I'm natty. totally natural. I'm well, not even taking fat burners or pre-workouts at the moment. Just really? Yeah. I'm doing a Did whole- Did you drink coffee? Yes, I do. Nice. I have to have my coffee. Yeah. How do you have your coffee? I use Before You Speak Coffee. Have you heard of it? Before it's You Speak ASM. Coffee. It's a brand and it's a certain type of black coffee. Like it's like a high brew. performance brand. Like huh? a cold brew coffee. No, you can have a cold, but I like it hot. So it's called Before You Speak yes. Coffee. It's fucking amazing. It's like caramel it's kind amazing. of flavor. It sounds cracker. <laughs> it's so good. It's like green bean coffee extract, like turmeric, green black pepper. Bean. So it's kind of like a, like, not fat burn, but it's a high performance one. But Sounds like a recipe to poo yourself. Oh, I'm straight to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Instant caffeine. <laughs> Literally, that's how there. I get my morning going. Open up my journal, <laughs> coffee. In and out, <laughs> straight away. <laughs> So, so guys, she's natty, all right? She, she eats good, she trains hard. It's that simple. Just That's do it, it for long enough and you'll probably see some changes. If I was actually on steroids, God forbid what I would actually look hard, like. Hard, hard, literally. <laughs> but I have no reason to because I'm not like, I'm not going into a competition or I'm not like, yeah. you know, needing to go to that extreme. How many days do you work out? I fluctuate between five and three. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, this is a good one because again, this, I feel like this comes down to when you're sort of feeling shit, feeling good. When you are feeling crap or, you know, it's a time of the month, all those sorts of things, how do you sort of allow yourself to be okay with training three days? Because if you're normally training five when you're feeling good, most girls will go, oh my God, I'm, for lack of a better word, I'm fat, I'm shit, finally training three yeah. days. So how do you keep a positive mindset when you're doing less than what you normally do? So I actually know that I feel a lot better when I do move my body, even if it is just going for a walk. But like one thing that is so difficult that I think we just need to try and just like remember to ourselves is even if we just go to the gym to even just like go on the treadmill, you might actually end up just having a workout and that workout might actually be a fucking good workout without you. They're even, the ones. They are the ones. When you don't want to do it. Yeah. When you, like literally. So Miss Collins last Friday, I had um, training on the Saturday. So I always do like a uh, glute booty session. And I didn't want to go, but I've got the accountability of my personal trainer and some other people that are in the group doing it. So I went there. I was not feeling well. I had four hours sleep. I'm dehydrated, yuck, whatever. I went there and still had a fucking good workout. I'm glad I went there and did that. And ended up just moving and doing a little bit more after that anyway, just to get the body moving. Do you think the accountability helps? Like having a PT? Yes. So this is one thing that I could definitely like preach is if there is ever a phase or a time that you you know you're unmotivated to go to the gym or you just you're a bit lost or something like that reach like get a pt like you there's no harm in just in you're investing into it really so you're not like oh it's like too much money or anything it's like no you're actually investing into your health by being accountable to someone else that will actually push you without you needing to actually think about it i think that's the side of pts i think when I first started going to the gym, I never agreed. Like I was like, "What the fuck do I need a PT? I can Google my own you shit. Think I you can, can do it yeah. Yourself. Do you think you can do it yourself? And perhaps you can. I can count my own macros. I can, you know. Yeah. But I don't need this. Yeah, I don't need it. PTs. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's that. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. There's the whole pro. Okay. Next question. <laughs> there's the whole um, <clears throat> accountability side of it that I've never seen. Yeah. Um, and it's for probably people who are not as I guess. It's not even about being strong-minded. It's just about an additional resource to help you push yourself in the gym. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what other training questions do we have? The next one was, um, oh, oh, what are your thoughts on the current state of the fitness industry? I think that's probably along the lines of coaches. Uh, 
general, general fitness influences and it being very, very sexualized and that sort of thing. Okay, I did see this question. Um, I didn't really think I had much of a view on what the current fitness in yeah. this industry is, but I will say because I actually then thought about it a little bit is that there's a lot more normalizing small things at the moment. So a lot more women in particular um, are kind of normalizing like, yes, you're going to have cellulite when you wear your booty shorts. So just wear them. Yeah. Or there'll be something about, um, oh, what's another example? Um, like, oh, you're feeling bloated at the gym. Like, don't worry about it. Just like put a jumper on, put a long T-shirt on. Or one of those ones, there's a girl at the moment that's doing these videos and she's actually like brought the tripod and everything. And she goes, I'm just doing a video to show you that no one actually cares what you're doing at the gym. Oh, so I've seen that. That's yeah. She does some random shit. And she's doing like cartwheels and she's actually like on gym equipment. Like she goes to different gyms that she's not familiar with and she'll start doing these leg machines or whatever the machines are or exercises. And she's just to put it out there that it's just like, you're in your own head. No one actually is watching what you're doing because they're at the gym doing what they need to do yeah. for their work. So getting a yeah. bit controversial and political, what are your thoughts on um, companies and businesses that promote or, no, or influences out there that promote um, unhealthy eating and stuff like that in the sense of like, it's okay to be overweight. What's your, what's your stance on that? It's like, like not, not so much like plus size models, but like them saying that it's okay to be that size. I think what we need to understand is that the act like obesity and overweight is such a normal, unfortunately it's a, such a normal thing at the moment that I guess what they're trying to do is I guess make it comfortable for people. Um, but, but also as well, yeah, sorry, continue. No, no, that's okay. But also as well, I do see that like, so I train in my apartment gym here, like sometimes, and there's quite a few women that are quite obese, but they might be starting on their fitness journey. So it's just like you, like, and they might not have, you know, previously before, like now normalizing, you know, overweight or whatever the um, question is that you mentioned about the eating or whatever. Um, but just, I guess it can make them feel a bit more comfortable to start. I sort of think the opposite. I think because it makes them comfortable, they're less likely to make a change. That is, that is what it is. And I think... That See, I don't know because I'm not in their mindset. I haven't really spoken to... Well, yeah. let's say you're an overweight person and they keep saying, you know what, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You're healthy. It's fine. It's fine. You go, well, it's fine. Well, then why would I change? So that, I feel like that's sort of... Yeah, and that's just a basic, I think, psychology thing. If you think you're okay, then you, there's no need for change. But as long as and like you're that comfortable. person... Yeah, and that's the thing because someone could have been so unhealthy for so long and they can be healthy now, but maybe they're just not moving the weight as fast or like maybe they're yeah. like at a maintenance kind of, yeah. you know, weight range or body figure or whatever mm -hmm. it is, but like they potentially could be healthy. So the only positive thing I would see from it is probably people in that stance who are very, like they're not that mentally strong and they actually feel yeah. really shit about themselves. So the only positive thing I see about that push is, you know, it makes people in that position feel okay that mm. it, they're not, completely that i agree with like i'm all for body confidence that's that's one thing but i don't like how they're normalizing it to be healthy like yeah. if you're an overweight person you want to go to the beach with your shirt off yeah amazing and great fucking good on you of it being um advertised <clears throat> as healthy uh, could it just be like more of a money scheme or like a marketing scheme for yeah well businesses and brands that i've seen a lot of things to on be more like socially accepted maybe yeah so i think <clears throat> and, and you know help me out on this i think some of the contributing things to the push is probably Say like plus size models. Yeah. Um, nothing against them at yeah, all. Nothing, it's 100%. just 
the push of plus size models. But then again, on the opposite side of that spectrum, like having anorexic models, I disagree with. Yeah, see, it's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, 100%. There's always extremes. There's been a few social media, I can't recall the accounts or whatnot, but they're they're just people and large figures too that push that it's okay to be overweight, you know. You know, whatever industry they're in, I think one was a – Big comedian. One was a you know gamer. The other one was yes. Yeah. He's like on a podcast. He's yeah. like he's like if I want to just you know be overweight, then like let me be. Like if you know okay, I want to be fat. Be overweight then, but you're gonna have a lot of fucking health issues, and you're probably gonna die quite young. So but that's that's the thing. Yeah, I do understand what you mean now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a hard one because like you're right about the whole anorexia thing, or like the very like little models, like the whole um Victoria's Secret thing. Size like, so six. Yeah, years like it was like that, but then it's like we look down upon. You know, bigger women, but it's like, hey, that's actually not that's not healthy, healthy either. No, no. Not. Um, yeah. and then there's also like your big brands that I've seen a lot more of it now with adverts and everything, where it's you know lingerie, um, food, whatever it is. They used you know, they use larger size, you mm. know, uh, people whether it's male or female. Yeah, they they're using like larger, I guess, models. See, my view on it is that I actually I actually think it's like. Not when they're like obese, but I understand like larger or like more full size bodies. Like I actually don't mind seeing it because I think that it's like it's unfortunately become such a normalized thing here. Like our whole world's just flooded with so much in the Western food and, in the Western world. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's just so unfortunate that healthy alternatives are so much more expensive than unhealthy. I hate that. Yep. It's so backwards, isn't it? It yeah. is. It Pyramid is so. Is. Fu- it really pisses me <laughs> off. Hey. The, the, even even little like things. Like a salad can be like $12, $14 and then you can just go to McDonald's and get something for like, what, two, three bucks? Yeah. Or even something small, like even at McDonald's, they should start, I personally like start normalizing. It's like Coke Zero should be the default drink, not a Coke, Coke. as an example. Well, why don't you go to McDonald's? Is that, oh, is that water for the drink? No, it's, oh, is that Coke for the drink? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck you, water. I want water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, things like that can make such a big difference because people don't really, like it, it comes mm. down to being educated, but people don't realize how easy they can overconsume. This is a whole other thing, but overconsume yeah. food and calories. And this is something I was, I was actually speaking to one of my clients about. He's like, oh, I just had this small dish. It was like only like, you know, this big. Well, I was like, it doesn't matter how big it is, it's what's in it. It's like, let's use like olive oil as the example. It's like, yeah. I have a tub of lettuce compared to like this much olive oil. The olive oil has probably got more calories yeah. in it. So that well, really I don't comes really use sources because there's so many hidden calories yeah. like in sources, even though sources make everything so Like Kewpie so mayo is the best thing in the fucking world. I refuse to buy that stuff. But it's, it's so, so fucking high in calories. <laughs> it's just made of eggs and oh, so but good. But it's so high in fat and it's just yeah. an, like a, an additional, yeah, it's just yeah. an additional piece of like, uh, like level of fat that you're putting on your healthy dish. So you yeah. just have some low fat mayo, a bit of sriracha. Yeah, I just do lemon juice. All that. Proper Greek style. <laughs> fake. Shut up. Fake, like, fake Greek. No <laughs> um, put your hands up if you can so speak Greak. If he actually, I know words. Malaka. Boosty. Last question on on training and nutrition is: uh, I think it was targeted more to you in the sense of what your background and knowledge is on nutrition. Did you know a lot about that when you're training or is it all generated through like your PT? I've learned it all along the way yep. and I'm still learning today and I think that we will always be learning. There's one question about work that came up on, on our social was linking with the sort of modeling and that sort of thing. Did you ever have any adverse outworks 
Uh, <laughs> English, good. Hands up if you can speak English. Can you though? Adverse. Had a day. I struggle. Reactions of from boys. Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I, I might have seen in your profile you do spicy content. Is that true? Okay, so, so like that's what the question was relating to in terms okay. of have you had like adverse effects where some brands, like you might have reached out to a brand, but they didn't want to work with you because you also do that. I'm not aware that that could have happened because Sorry. no one's actually said anything. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay, got yeah. you. You know the chili emoji? Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cool. But yeah, so that, that was the question. Like, yeah. has it have it ever worked against you? Like, they don't want to work with you or someone hasn't offered you, you know... An so ambassadorship I'm, or something like that. Yeah, so I'm not familiar with that because I have still got, like I've still had um, opportunities when I have oh. had it, um, but I'm not too sure in the sense of it, it's maybe, um, I'm not sure if it's stopped or minimalised my chance yep. because um, I wouldn't have had the feedback. I think it would work in your favour. From, from a business standpoint, yeah. businesses don't give a fuck. They care about exposure and you get if that helps get it then so be it yeah so on my actual on my social media you won't actually see me advertising a lot for it because i don't want to make push that that. i didn't even know well there you go (laughs) yeah i literally just put the chili and the little link thing in my like bio not even that long ago so it's always been like a link tree so it's like an additional link but i don't advertise too much on like my platform that I've spent so long building a good thing with yeah, yeah. positive vibes. You've you know, done health. like that's fucking yeah. Um, that's not even nothing against you know people who do it like absolutely yeah. and like all for what? it. Like it's it, uh, that's the thing as well. Like I've got it. There's many other people out there that have it. It's massive a, now. Exactly. It's such a big platform that I'm not. I'm not really surprised when people do or don't have it. So if you don't mind me asking, how long sort of has that been happening? I've had it for not even a year. I think it's been ten months. Yeah, well. Yeah. There was another one that came up on our end about the sort of the business side of it. And people think it's easy and it's sort of like, how hard is it? Because like, just from a, if you think about it, it's like, oh, you got to buy all this nice lingerie and stuff. you got to film it. You've got to edit, edit it or pay someone to edit it. Yeah. And it's what, is it like at least every once a week, new content, something like that? It's like, I, I don't know how it works. But like, yeah, what's the production behind it all? So... For starters, it's not an easy job. You there literally you need That's to treat it like a job. It actually is. Like you have to be in there, like connecting with your subscribers, like taking the photos. Because people just think, oh yeah, I'll just like an upload a photo of my ass and like you know I'm gonna. You don't just do it once. You have to be consistent. Yeah, but like I'll, I'll just like I'll just Oops, wear sorry. the same thing, whatever, and like get paid. It's like no, it's like uh, probably yeah. a lot yeah, harder. I just take selfies on there too, you know. Hey, on, <laughs> but not just that. If you were a female who, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know an awful lot about it. But if you were a female who didn't have a <clears> big following. You'd have to grow a following, wouldn't you, to get the attraction to the page? Is that so, how it works? So the more follow, so I'm only speaking from my experience because I have my following. Yeah. But I use my following um, with the reach that it is with my male side of it all. That that was probably a smart option for me to make the account, which it has been. Um, but there are many other ways that you can advertise for it. So obviously, the more followers that you do have, yes, you will it's an easy funnel. Yeah, and like if I was to advertise more on Instagram, I'd have so many more, um, but I don't choose to do that. So you can you can use other. And honestly, platforms. respect for that. Honestly, a lot of respect for that because again, a lot of girls are just like, I think just the money, just the money, just the money. But it's like you yeah. know, like, no, no, and I'm hats really off to, to the push. grind. Yeah, hats off to the grind because like it's a fucking good hustle on there. But for me personally, and my own sanity, I'm just like that. That is not morally, you've got something behind it. What are yeah. your? I guess what are your thoughts? Where does where's the line stop in the sense of? Because there's a girl that I know that went to school 
and you know seeing her account she's she's gone on it and then just a complete switch like she looks like a different person now and completely different content content that i probably think shouldn't be on the instagram page but it's just crazy to see how you know people change what's sort of the the line of that you think's too far to be posting on on instagram and i can't speak on my behalf <coughs> on anyone else because what they choose to put on their social media is entirely their choice however they want to advertise for their only fans like they just do their thing you know, if you're a follower of that person and you don't like the change, then I guess there's an unfollow button or yeah, you don't correct. like anything. Same but less. at the end of the day, it's their choice to do whatever they really want. What do you, What are your thoughts on it though? From a back, like spinning it, you know, you've got a daughter who's on Instagram, and they Instagram can only hide so much, and those accounts are typically public. Yeah, I get that. That's a hard one because I can't on behalf of that but i do understand that obviously that will have to be definitely something that that person or individual would have to kind of consider as well but i don't i like i don't know because only yeah, yeah. hasn't been around for too long yeah, to really understand quite new yeah but i like there's probably a lot of mums on there doing their thing but yeah 100%. i don't know, what, I don't how know much, what that'll mean for how much time do you reckon you spend creating because like I said, this is what it comes back down to people think it's so easy like in a week how much time do you reckon you allocate towards it i spend I, I go on it at least every day. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Like it's like literally work on it, like work on posting, posting like, everything every day. I'm trying to get into a good rhythm yeah. of like spending half a day on. So this is my thing. Half a day on a Tuesday, I'll use that as like make content, take photos, that sort of stuff and take enough photos and everything to last me for maybe a couple of weeks. So that sort of stuff. And then just like everything else is just all admin work. So it's just all about like, you know, talking to my subscribers, like then sending out my you know, photos, like chatting to them, posting on my wall, just having it all pre-organized like that. Okay. So cool. There you go. Like, I feel like that's a, such a big thing because people would just assume, oh yeah, I'm just going to start one and yeah. make some money. It's organization, it's and business. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking, but yeah. to be fair with you, you have to treat it like a business. Like <clears throat> you need like an ABN for it. Like you're pretty much being a sole trader to like this. It's a service. Yeah, absolutely. But there's been a lot of people because I, I know a lot of people that have started it because like, oh, yeah, I think it's easy. But then it's like they then understand it's like, oh, actually, I don't want to do it. Or like it's actually hard or I'm not making the money that I thought I was going to make on it. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious <clears throat> from, you know, an investment standpoint, do you know anyone or would you know would banks lend money to people who make money on OnlyFans? Like, is it seen as a sustain like sustainable source of income? Like, if you were to go get a loan or find because obviously a car or something like yeah, that. we know we know people who make a lot of money yeah off it. And I was just thinking in retrospect of that, like, if you would have went off and go buy a house without a job at OnlyFans, how would that work? I think it's still an income coming through. So Do they consider it as an income? I'm not if, too if sure. I, I haven't spoken to a bank. I haven't gotten to that point yet of wanting to buy property or... Because that would be my only concern is like, imagine banks don't consider... Imagine you've got all this money but you can't do anything yeah. with it. Imagine banks don't consider OnlyFans. Like, oh, She's like, I oh. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think because I, I wouldn't... I've never thought of it like that because it's still an income coming in and like you've still got to pay tax on it. So. Yeah, correct. Until you get to the point of wanting yeah. to buy a house or a car yeah. and it comes to finance or getting a loan, that's why I was curious. Like, yeah. would banks lend on... People who do OnlyFans? I'm not too sure. I just put mine into stocks. So oh, there you go. Smart, smart. Yeah. smart. No banks. Fuck no. the banks. Decentralized, baby. That's it. That's what's <laughs> up. So Sorry, that was a random question. No, no, no. <laughs> of course, I, I wouldn't know because I haven't spoken to the yeah. bank about it. But cool. yeah, just I guess curious. that's um, yeah how un, un, 
our unuseful <laughs> financial <laughs> Before we move on to our actually our last cool question. There's personal and then travel too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, travel. There's personal. Guys, if you want it, it's in somewhere in the bio. Go find it. All right, moving on. Link in bio. <laughs> Link in bio. If you could tell yourself, if that's a good question. Up, if you could tell your eighteen-year-old self one thing, one piece of advice, what would it be? I didn't really think about this one. I've seen it though. Um, if I could tell my eighteen-year-old self something, it'd be something about comparing. Tell the camera. Tell the camera. All right. <laughs> um, don't compare yourself. Just be authentically you and don't wor- don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah? Love it. Yeah. Oh Good. God. Yes. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> That's actually a really good question. I like that too because it, 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 yeah. it gets your brain thinking like, fuck, hang on. I did say that question, yeah. but it I didn't It was really, really good. And another one was <laughs> sort of, the vision for Sammy P, like what's, you know, vision board, goals, where are you sort of looking? Before we start on that, this is just a really basic question. Is Peninsula, were you born on the Peninsula? Yes. Because that was one of the questions. Where, what region of Melbourne were you born? Oh, yeah. Did you uh, grow up? And so grown I've, up in. So I grew up at the Mornington Peninsula. So yep. I've always been like Lang Warren, Frankston girl. <laughs> Franger. <laughs> Franger. <laughs> but I've always been down there. Go to um, Morty for lunch and- Caram no, Downs. No, nah, I didn't hang out in Caram Downs or Morty. <laughs> I was Mornington, um, Frankston, Franger, and Lang Warren. So Bloody Franger. Not, Franger. Not, Franger, Franger. not like that's any better. Sandy <laughs> <laughs> fucking P from Franger. Oh, but anyway, I just I, that's where I'm from, yes. <clears throat> and another one of the questions is, which I think is a really good question, is I guess based on recent experience, what really and truly brings you happiness? Yeah, what's the one thing that like, you know, this makes me feel good. Do you know what? When the sun's shining and I've got my like, cup of coffee and I'm breathing in the air, like it's just facts. It's literal <laughs> facts. What the fuck you guys are on about? We live in Victoria. There's no sun. Bad, bro. It's <laughs> fucking tsunami and shit outside, <laughs> I mean, bro. There's been sun almost every day it's except for one bad. day. It's because you live fucking <coughs> 500 meters in the sky. You're pretty much at the sun. That's why. <laughs> Do you know what? Down on earth, it's cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> Down there. Down in the suburbs. It's oh. freezing. Yeah, Frankston, it's still cold. Yeah, so um, I'm really grateful for where I live now. So this is the first time I've ever lived in an apartment. So I'm very, very grateful and blessed that we have this space to be able to actually just call home. And it's just <clears> the fact that it's upstairs. But um, we, so I wake up quite early in the morning. I make it non-negotiable 7 a.m. Um, but I come up. <laughs> What? He's probably like that's not early. <laughs> this guy like something like four. Does okay, well, I'm not I think it, I think yeah. it's early. Hey, we're not comparing, all right? Don't compare. Don't compare. No, so my early. Thank you very much. I didn't say anything. Why are you looking at me, bro? You put me fucking dick. <laughs> put me on the juice, bro. What Lee? Put me I'm on the juice. I'm not in the 4am club. No. So I wake up at 7am, but like we actually see the um the hot air balloons here. Oh, so awesome. sometimes it's really nice to come up here with my coffee journal, whatever, and just like watch, just see. Happens so how important is journaling? That's actually a really good one. I wanted to ask, yeah. What's the importance of journaling to you and your mental health? Quite important, but the thing is, like, sometimes I don't write pen to paper journals, sometimes it's literally just like me speaking to my close friends. Like, okay, yeah, I've got a few different releasing, it's a type of release, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I just like to speak to the camera, just like, morning, my close friends. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we wouldn't know. It's good to have those people though too. And I I think you need to have like a a diverse amount of those people. I don't Mm. think you can be one person because then you're just anchoring yourself to one person. And if that one person was touch wood to drop dead tomorrow, then your world falls apart because you're like, holy fuck, I've, you know, 
So I think it's definitely important to have multiple different people to anchor to and to yeah, reflect on. So definitely. you've got your friends and then you've got that lady that you say that you speak to yeah, as well. Yeah, I've which got my be beautiful housemates. And your housemates yeah. too. Um, but yeah, journaling is so important. So I, like, I've never thrown out any book that I've written into. Wow. But it's just something about like writing, you know, those memories or those moments or what comes up in your thoughts or like whatever it is. So when I travel, I'll always bring my journal and every day I'll write the date on the top and I'll write something that's made me happy that day or kind of reflect on it. Yeah. So I've got those journals to then look back and I'm just like, oh, like, you know, Doha, this day, like, oh, I remember that. So it's kind of like living back in the moment. Oh, that's, 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 that's awesome. fucking sick. Yeah, it's a really nice way to reflect I on think I think even journaling is a really good thing for, for the bad days as well, for when you're having your dark days, yeah. your shit days to sort of, again, vent and again, be present with it, let it come out see what's actually going on because sometimes when it's all in your head you might have so many different things sort of clouding your mind so when you actually write it all out or you know type a message or speak to someone you can just lay it all out and see what's actually going on do you know what i call that i call it brain, brain dump. fart brain fart brain dump. <laughs> i call it brain, no, dump. brain dump so <laughs> brain fart no, no, because brain i'm dumping anything that's on my mind i'll just write brain it dumping down. so i'm brain dumping i know what you're talking about Oh, we're not brain farting over here. I mean, you may have had a few brain farts today. But <laughs> <laughs> I went to the lobby. I can't believe I went to the lobby to get my laptop. Bro. I said four, not ground. <laughs> I said four. I went. We're gonna ask. Did you, did you put the little like? Yeah, I'm gonna ask the Asian guy. Did you do this? I'm gonna ask and him. then press four. I'm gonna like tell Sammy where I was. I'm gonna ask the Asian guy. Anyways, going. You know, getting into brain dumping and journaling and everything. One of the questions was um, vision board. Did you ever have a vision board at all or have you yeah. – are you into vision boards? So I did a vision board last year or the year before, but that was only because I had like a life coach at the time and that was one of our tasks that we had to do. Mm-hmm. But a vision board is so amazing because you literally look at it every single day. So my vision board at the time was for my business and what it was that I wanted to do in that aspect. But vision boards can be like, you know, goal, like car goal, body goals. Like if you wanted to buy like a fucking microphone or something like that, put the microphone on there. So yeah, vision boards are cute. Do you still have that business that you that was no. on there? Okay. No. Okay. You know what was a crazy realization? I have a vision board on my phone that I put as my wallpaper. Yeah. And a physical one too. So at my desk at home, every time I work, I look up and everything's there. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I think when it's repetitive like that, I was looking at it, yes, like literally two days ago and I was looking at the places and a lot of it's Europe and there's a lot of things that I've already sort of ticked off on that. And it's just crazy because you actually do it subconsciously. It happens. It happens. It just happens. Like you're not even consciously thinking about doing it. It just happens. It's somewhere imprinted in in here that it makes it happen. You see it and it gets instilled into your head and it just happens like – I've, again, I've got a lot of photos of Europe, you know, and it's always been a big dream of mine to do a big trip and, yeah. it, and it just happens. And like whether it's, you know, a watch or a car, you, you slowly start to see, yeah, you know, all the bricks being laid. Yeah. And that's the thing about the law of attraction or- I think your, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's like a, it's literally a magnet effect. Do you, do you ever like do affirmations and stuff? No, probably not as much as I should. I think affirmations are great too. Again, it's the same com- same same concept. Putting that energy out there. Yeah. I literally have. Speaking so the I world. got it from Typo. I've got this big like it's a big pen like this, and you can write it on your mirror. So the accountability mirror. On your mirror. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally just like it's not like white like marker, but it's like a yeah. talk marker sort of thing. So yeah. I just do that, and I've written down so many times like I am valuable, I am worthy, or something like that, and I'll leave it up there for ages, and like I'll just always see it. 
or like I'll just like do my to do list or whatever it is or like whatever it is. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Have so you I heard of the accountability mirror? No. Do you know who David Goggins is? Yes. Have you heard his book? No. Okay. Well, it's in his book, and it's like, like it's like sort of all the things that all the thing all the things things things. All the things that English. he wanted to like achieve and that sort of thing, or like, yeah. or he'd sort of do it the opposite. English, <laughs> English good, English bad fucking. <laughs> we're gonna make a reel out of this. We're gonna make a reel out of this, and we're gonna chop it up and make it look like she can't speak English. 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back to topic. Back to topic. Yeah, so like he'd sort of do the opposite, where he'd write down some of the things that he didn't like. He'd be like, mm. "You're three hundred ki- like he was in America. It's like you're three hundred pounds." And like all the shit things, like, fucked. Yeah, so it's like he'd do the opposite of like what he what he is and what he doesn't want to be. Yeah, or he'd do the opposite. You're like, oh, I am eighty kilos until he gets there. Like you just like I said, you just keep seeing it every single day. It keeps mm-hmm. you accountable. Keeps it in the front of your mind. Yeah, it's literally just having it there, just like what you said about your computer screen. Perfect. That's what I do with my computer screen. I've got whatever I need, <laughs> or I'm manifesting at the moment on there. So, but gonna you, you need to update them as soon as yeah. you. you, you I only did this update. one like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll get to all those goals. Absolutely. One we of, all will. Thank you. One of the last questions and the cool, uh, one of uh, a sick one is what's the coolest place you've been to in terms of travel and why? It's more travel questions. Yeah. yeah um, so I haven't traveled like to everywhere yet to. Well, so far. Thus well, far. so far. Obviously not Cyprus. <laughs> or or yet, Greece. Not yet. Or in Greek um, school. One of the coolest places I've been to. So I love I love Phuket. Like I absolutely love it. But I was actually in Doha for the FIFA World Cup and that oh. was fucking sick. Yeah. That was Arabs. an ex- that was an Good amazing people. experience that I will never experience again in my life. Please tell me you went to a game. Yes. Australia versus Tunisia. Oh, you're kidding. And we, we, won. we we won that one. Yeah, we did too. Woo. It was like one nil, two nil. I, I don't know what won. it is, but we won. Yeah. And Fuck. I was like, Aussie, 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 have my flag. Woo <laughs> <laughs> Well you're not gonna hold up a Greek flag. Greg no one asked you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> so, where's next on the list of just to places answer you that, want to is go? it Doha's one of the Doha? Yeah, Doha. Okay, okay. Grip. <laughs> Where, where's the places that you want you'd love to go? Like, what's one place you like? You like? I want to fucking go. Bucket list location. Bucket list location. Bucket list. So Japan's definitely one. Are you place. fucking same? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yes. Like this year, I'm gonna go to Japan at some point. I want to taste the food there. It's I on your vision board. It. I don't have my vision board, but I've been on saying it lots, and I've been hearing it lots. So, Ooh. Japan, Philippines, I'd love to go there. Love to go back to Thailand and train again. Um, that's about it at the moment. I just want to focus on those. You're like the first person we've spoken to in a long time that hasn't said Dubai. <laughs> Nothing wrong with I'd, it. I'd love to visit Dubai, but it's not on my bucket list. Don't right. compare, bro. Um, <laughs> Don't compare. <laughs> no, I, I hear Dubai is amazing, but I've been in Doha, which is like so same, close same, to same, it. Same. It's close. Bunch of Arabs. Yeah. Bunch of explosions. And, <laughs> Literally. Know. I just want to make sure we didn't. <laughs> You're fucked. I just heard that. I'm just like fucking. Bunch of people praying. It's great. Very yeah. holy. It's so. <laughs> yeah, Doha's amazing. Doha's beautiful. Same, like Doha, Qatar, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, same thing. Yeah. I think one of the last questions to wrap I think we've said last wrap question on, 15 times. Yeah, one of the- for a 16th or- No, one of the, <laughs> one of the actual last oh. questions. Um, what What's next for Sammy? I'm currently working on a project at the moment that I can't speak about. Does that mean business? Is Can you like- say it and we'll beep it out? <gasps> no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Yes. <laughs>
laughing because on YouTube it's just going to be <laughs> and we're not just talking. Yeah, please do it. Please do it. So, um, That's yeah. I'm hey, people are fucking red flags. I tell you that. <laughs> Red Red flags? What do you mean? I've been with the UK person and now that I've been with that person and how it ended (laughs) and every UK person I've met from there, I'm just like... We might do. We might just chop this segment out and then do an ending. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just chop it out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I really want to talk about now, like, I guess, nationalities and stuff that we've all interacted with. So you're saying UK, no good. Look, UK, they're red flags. Like, they're funny, there's banter, like, they're good looking, but they're just... Just don't go there. Is that why? An emotional level for him? What is it? That like one deal was a violation. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, um, I just think that they're they're too cheeky for their own good. Like I feel like Naughty. they just they want something just for that and then maybe see you later. They don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, I don't just It's not looking good, bruv. <laughs> It's, it's not, not looking, looking good, fucking bro. good at all, man. It's not looking good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, so that's going to be cut out. <laughs> all right, let's wrap her up. So for those of you who aren't already following Sammy fucking P on Instagram, that's not a tag. It's just... It's my name. <laughs> that's it. It's Samantha Battersell on Instagram. TikTok as well. Yeah. Hit the links in the bio. Have some fun. YouTube, all lot. Did you want to add anything before we you wrap up? You want to give you a shout out? Anyone? You no, I just wanted to really thank you guys for considering me for your podcast. Thank Absolutely. you. Really thank it. you. Thank you. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you very much, Sammy, for coming on. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye.